Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Head of a Codfish, a podcast about modern working families. I am the host and podcast producer, Hayley. This is part two of my interview with Kathy. I've had some great feedback from part one and people have said they can't wait for the second serving. So now here it is. If you missed part one, here are some moments from it that help set the scene. Um, so, so basically my husband got injured at work. Mm-hmm. So, and he's been dealing with a lot of health issues. Uh, resulting from uh, that. Resulting from that. So, so that's why he's currently not in, in any kind of formal employment at the moment. So I went into that role full time and, um, yeah, and that was really a very unexpected yeah. move for me to make. I hadn't really thought about it in that way, but to be in that kind of mental state and be thrown that responsibility with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, blessing and a curse, I imagine. As in, it, it's something to kind of keep you, to get you to wake up and get up in the morning and keep you going. Mm. Um, but still a, a massive thing to kind of take on when mm. your brain isn't doing what you want it to do. Yeah, exactly. Looking for the positives in the situation, having Mike at home affords me a lot of freedom. Yes. Um, and it's given me, you know, the opportunity to take up roles in my new job that I might not have been able to do had, to. had Mike been still working shift work, for example. Yeah. So before we get back into it, can I just ask you a favour? If you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes, please share it with a friend. If you go to www.headofacodfish.com and choose the episode you want from the list on the side, then on the page for that episode, right under the player where you can play the podcast, there are some buttons. You can use these buttons to share the podcast episode via Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest or email. So enough with this shameless self-promotion. Here is part two of my interview with Kathy. So with um, the way that you organise yourself at the moment, what do you feel works well? Um, it implies that our organisation is good. Um. <laughs> I'm assuming something works well. No, I'm just laughing because sometimes you just think, oh, really, we just didn't tackle that at all with any thought, you know. You know, when you had those moments, you think, how did we get through that day? Um, So what's working well in terms of our organising? I think the key thing is um, it's the constant communication and it's the constant um, just checking in and, Mm -hmm. and, and scheduling. I am, anyone who knows me well will tell you I'm very OCD around some of that sort of stuff. Yep. I'm a list maker. I'm a, let's let's sit down and coordinate our diaries. So we yep. sit there with the, with the phones and, and, um, and you know, sort of, all you know, all that sort of parental admin yep. that happens, you know, sort of. Mm, I haven't bit, heard it called that before, but yes, parental admin, I like it. Well, you know, well, it kind of is, you know, yeah. when you think about half the notices that come home from school yeah. and all the blogs you've got to check and, you know, and so, um, yeah, so that's, I think that's kind of, that's sort of how we sort of functionally do it and stay on top of it. Yep. Um, and and then generally we have an overall understanding of how, how the week is going to be divided and and we sort of know who's going to be where yep. at what time. So, you know, work days, you know, obviously I don't do the, the drop-offs and the pickups. ups um, Mark does those. 
on a say for example on a Thursday night it's it's rugby training so I will get home from work get dinner on but Mike's got the kids he's he's done the childcare pickup and the osh pickup yep. and they've all gone off to rugby together yep. they do that they come home dinner's on the table kind of thing so we we just got uh, so we've got a fairly uh, kind of goldfishy Week, you know, lifestyle in the same one week generally. Yeah. One, yeah. One, and you've got one, a good rhythm and you kind of... One yeah. swim of the bowl is very much similar to the next swim of the bowl, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so especially yeah. during school term. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of repetitive um, aspects to, to life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when you're on the treadmill of life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so once we've, yeah, so once we've got a rhythm... We just it's just kind of maintaining the drum beat basically. Yeah. 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 So that's really how we do it. Mm. And if anything throws up, you know, sort of out of the ordinary, we've got we've got some local reinforcements. Mm -hmm. Mike's mum lives very close, just around the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's a she is a great resource to us. Um, allowing us to kind of do emergency things when when required yeah. when it's when it's not in the schedule. Yes, we yes. hadn't planned for this. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> she's our go-to kind of. Um, yeah, she's our parachute pack basically. Yeah, yeah. We've just today had one of those emergency times because I was at a conference today, so I've booked booked that in. And as I said, my husband's just started a new job yeah. not that long ago, so he doesn't have any sick leave. Mm-hmm. And then one of the children overnight kind of took a turn for the worst and got sick and I was just like like I've paid for this conference I want to go to it it's just like what do you do and yeah yeah, not having grandparents and stuff around um it's yeah we've had the like you're describing exactly one of those emergency yeah (laughs) the unplanned yeah yeah so it ended up my husband took um a sick day um which means he's got negative (laughs) sick leave he has to actually work a bit longer until he has enough sick leave to then apply for that day of sick leave. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. So he can't even apply for it because he doesn't have it. No, he can't even do an application for it for that day of, for today's day of leave because he doesn't have a balance, a sick leave balance. That's a really interesting one too, isn't it? Because I think workplace culture makes such a big difference to how you can cope with those kind of situations. Yes. Um, and obviously that workplace is prepared to be a bit flexible <laughs> because, you know, what you, you know, but a lot of workplaces just would, would say they've got no room to move. Mm. Like if you don't have any sick leave. Yeah. Where, I mean, the job that he had previously on a day like that, he probably just would have worked from home. Yeah. So he probably still would have been productive and because it was the eldest child. So, yeah. you know, they're happy just to yeah. Yeah. watch TV or watch a movie or yeah do some colouring in or, you know. They can generally um, just kind of rest. They can just kind of rest and and do their stuff. So you can still be generally productive while being at home. Um, But the workplace is in now, that's not really what they do. Yeah. So I guess essentially they've kind of just had a person from the workforce down for the day. Yeah. When possibly if things were approached differently, yeah, they they could have still had that person, although not physically there, contributing Contributing, in some way. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I guess there's... Um, Whereas some other workplaces would have taken the view that not only were they man down, but that man was not going to get paid, and there was no opportunity for them to, you know, make a claim for that. Yeah. So it sort of it really depends on, on the workplace yes. and, and your relationships. Yeah, you know, and it shouldn't matter, but relationships at work are really important. Yes. To kind of, um, you know be able to kind of manage some of those situations as as they arise. Yeah. So yeah. 
So we've talked about what works well. What do you think? Are there any aspects you think don't work as well? I guess it's that's a hard one to answer in the sense that once you kind of develop your routine and and this is kind of how how life is for your family mm-hmm. you don't necessarily think about it as not working do you yep. know what i mean yeah. that's kind of an interesting lens to put on it because you don't you don't necessarily look at yourself and think we're not being functional do you know, <laughs> do you know what i mean no yeah yeah what you mean so i think we're all still alive we all ate today yeah. it's 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 going okay so, yeah, the hierarchy of, of basic needs of are, are, are being are met. being met so i think um i think it works so i think it actually works okay i don't know that i would necessarily point to something and and say something doesn't work particularly well mm-hmm. although and again, going back to that um, kind of role reversal in a way that we've done, sometimes I do think about what what things are going to look like in the future when Mike does start to kind of re-engage more outside of the home. Yep. And this is going to sound terrible, but for really selfish reasons. Like, how will that, how will that actually affect me? Yeah, that yeah. Could be, that could be kind of tricky because I do I do have some some luxury, I guess, yeah. built into my time frames. I've got some some fat built in yes. to my, my work my work frame. So yes. if I do need to stay back a little bit later, I can if I need to just yes. get something finished. Or mm. um, I mean, I try to avoid that as much as possible, but sometimes it's just nice to, to have yep. – that that opportunity, whereas you know, if we both had those external demands on us, mm-hmm. that would the scope for that's just a bit less. Yeah, and I suppose you know, um, like I guess I guess lots of couples have to, like you were just describing, like you'd paid for the conference, you needed to, you really wanted to go. It's that juggling of priorities yeah. and, and kind of going back to the kind of the drawing board and working out well who who has the greater priority here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes <laughs> someone's gonna lose that conversation, yes, aren't they? Exactly. I'm sorry, you're not as important today. Today, as, as, yeah. yeah. Today, yeah. it's it's just it's a day by day. Yes. Um, yeah. Proposition. Whereas, so I guess in some ways we we it is a bit luxurious in that sense that we don't have some of those dilemmas. Yeah. So when we start to think about what's not working well we're probably not in that kind of in that space yes yeah yeah where where the everything's a bit closer to the line and yeah less room to move before it gets a bit yeah and i guess and i guess for me too it it would be it'll be re-evaluating the particular role that i'm doing as well in, in terms of whether or not that's sustainable long term, yeah, um, and whether I would think about a, um, a different role mm-hmm. um, if, if we had more competing pressure, yeah, um, in terms of yeah, things that were taking us outside of the home, um, because the particular role that I've got is quite demanding. So it is important to um, to be able to sort of you know meet all of my timeframes and tasks within within that role. Whereas the role that I had previously, there was less. Not that it wasn't demanding, but there was less external demand in the sense that the job that I did wasn't necessarily impacting as you know immediately on on other individuals. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah. So that's a chapter of the book yet to be written, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So at the, so at this stage, the, the, I would I don't think that I can really say something's not really working well. And and like I said, we still do, also do have some 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 backup built in there yeah. in terms of. 
you know, um, Mike's mum is she's she's older, but she's she's very she's very fit and healthy yep. and and Able independent. And, yeah. You know, drives you know car seats in the in the car. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. She's 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 ready to roll out of the back cave at a moment's notice. You know, <laughs> which is which is really important. Yes. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so I'm sure the the children love having Bat Woman, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're kind of you know I feel like in lots of ways we're quite well resourced yeah. I mm-hmm. guess yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in your family's paid work environments, which is yours, um, do you feel your family responsibilities are well supported? I feel like there's lots of rhetoric in the workplace about work-life balance. Yeah, and but I think that in reality that is a it's hard yeah it, it's a, it's a hard reality and that the that you have to be fairly assertive about setting good boundaries okay yeah for some people that's easier than mm-hmm. than others but yeah i do find that i need to be fairly assertive around boundaries and and make sure that i'm really clear about what's important to me yeah what priorities are but within that being really prepared to be flexible yes so you know if i want to come to sports day for example Mm -hmm. and that's a work day i'm very happy to throw my week around to fit in another work day if that's what i need to do yes um it's a lot harder when you work part-time to take time it is yeah we've we've talked about that on the podcast before um just the difference between working full-time and just taking a couple hours yeah for something versus having a a a smaller load than that same couple hours it's suddenly half a day half of your your work day and a more significant chunk of your week so it's yeah, exactly. Harder to make those things happen. Yeah. So sometimes it, it is about just making sure that I've covered three days in a week. Yeah. Um, and covered them equally. Um, so um, so that you know, it, like I've, I've punched the clock. Yeah. As per my 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 conditions of employment, employment I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, it is also about. Um, and it's tricky because, it, like, I think in, at work it does come down to relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you know, depending on who I'm working with would impact on my level of disclosure about what's happening for me at home with with my, you know, with my husband, with my kids. So it, it's there's a lot of relationship, I think, and a lot of trust. Yep. So I need to feel, you know, comfortable in those relationships and in, in, in terms of, um, you know, negotiating and disclosing information about what what I might need and why I might need it you know mm. those sorts of things so yep. um, I tend to be fairly self-protective I guess like yep. and I try and I try and keep fairly distinct boundaries between yes. between work and, and home yeah and yeah and try and just kind of keep things on a fairly professional level mm-hmm. um, and yeah and negotiate wherever I can but also just kind of look after myself as well in terms of it's very easy when you work part-time for the for the workload creep to happen yes, and suddenly yeah. you're doing a full-time workload but you're actually only getting paid yes <laughs> three days yeah that's right think, well, it is on. it is a common common thing um yes. for people that are working part-time to to feel like that yeah so sometimes I do have to kind of go 
you know, approach conversations around, you know, I'm actually not getting paid to do all of this. Yeah. You know, just a few little gentle reminders <laughs> here, and, here and there that, you know, so, actually I'm actually getting paid yeah. part-time wage here, you know. So like, you're saying kind of the rules are there, but to able to arrange what you're entitled to, it, it doesn't happen easily. Is that kind of what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, and I mean, I work for a really big organisation, so there's really broad sort of principles okay. and... and and ideas that are promoted as as part of the workplace, but workplace culture will come down to yep. um, where you work, who you work with, and how those things are interpreted and, and applied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and um, you know, and I think, I mean, I feel very fortunate in where where I'm currently located and, and who I'm currently working with. I can fairly easily you know address those kinds of things when i need to yeah um i'm also aware uh other situations where that's not quite the case so so you just you know you have to kind of take a little bit of a a stake of sticking up for yourself i guess yes yeah, yeah yeah um so do you think there's anything that your workplace could do to be more supportive Apart from addressing their their national recruitment strategy, like (laughs) hire some more staff. Yeah, Um, (laughs) right. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tricky one um, to to answer as well. Because again, because I work for such a big organisation, things are set at such a high level, and sometimes the people that are in the sort of the middle to lower management roles at a local level are. not very empowered yes. in the workplace either. That's a tougher one to answer. Yeah, it is because on paper it's all kind of spelled out as as what what we believe in and what we do. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, which is the sort of the difference between So, in theory, that. if every manager and middle manager took that on board and did it, they probably would be sufficiently supportive (laughs) but it's really just kind of yeah getting more people kind of on board with that yeah that kind of way of working that and it's about organizational structures as well and and who who has got the decision making power Mm -hmm. and who can choose or you know who can decide to to you know spend spend an allocated budget or uh, and and yeah, so who's authorised to do that? Who isn't? Yeah, and so there there can be lots of levels in a really big organisation where people who hold positions of of leadership don't necessarily equally hold the levers to make changes. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's sort of yeah, it, uh, really at a workplace level, it really kind of depends on just sort of how big or how small I think a workplace Mm -hmm. is really yeah yeah okay so um in your work and family scramble have you had any funny or disastrous moments do you mean like generally or um you know like or do you mean like really big things like losing the kids or (laughs) (laughs) things like no, no, it doesn't have to be that disastrous. Because I, I did, I did leave the playground once and and, and left my eldest behind, um, <laughs> thinking that he had, thinking that he had in fact gone 
gone with my husband. Oh, okay, yeah. Like you both got, left at different just, times yeah. and just a bit of confusion so just about kind of, who just, took who. I just kind of wandered off. Okay, yeah, that counts as a disastrous moment. Leaving yeah. child at playgrounds. Yep. yep. So, and I am, I mean, luckily for me, it was part of a play date scenario where we'd met with other families. Okay. So, so someone else is So kind of other weird. responsible adults who were known to my, my eldest child. <laughs> Well, able to escort him home, but he has never let me live that down. <laughs> do you remember that time when you left me at the <laughs> Yes, I do. And that goes back to communication. Communication is key, I tell you. Yeah. It's key to everything. <laughs> Who's on, are we all on the same page? So the, the, those things. And then there's just been the other kind of, you know, I mean, I've had plenty of wacky moments where... I haven't done it at school, but I did do it at kindy. Oh, lunch. Yep, that's just sitting on the counter at home. Uh, I'll be right back. Yes. (laughs) It's like that. Or the, you know, the forgetting to do... um, Sharing. Not preparing anything for sharing. It's always... Or, um, and I can remember, I mean, my oldest, he's... um, He's he's really he's he's actually very highly organised. In mm-hmm. fact, he and I are a little bit the same, I think, in terms of how we kind of approach things. And I can remember having a, a chat with him one day when he was saying, and I had misread something in the in the newsletter. It was Crazy Hair Day or something. And okay. I, and I thought it meant that we had to give a gold coin, and you went and you got crazy hair when you got to school. Oh, okay. Not not arriving with crazy hair. And it turned out you actually had to. <laughs> Prepared. Here's some crazy hair I prepared earlier. So you sort of have these moments where you're like, no, I'm the adult. I've got this covered. I know what's going on. And he's going, no, mum, no. And I'm like, reread that. Oh, he's quite right. That's not how it's working at all. Mad dash down to the chemist. Yeah, yeah. The the coloured hairspray and all the rest of it that the chemist kind of say. Is there something happening? I'm like, yes, it's crazy hair day, day. tomorrow. <laughs> so you know, kind of doing those those kind of wacky things, yes. and um, or yeah, or just forgetting it was a themed day at you know childcare or yes. or something like that. Um, I mean, there's been lots of you know funny little moments, or you know, you rushing off somewhere and a little voice pipes up from the back, oh, "Mum, you haven't strapped me in." Oh, oh you haven't okay. strapped me in. That's a favourite. <laughs> I had that stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think those just increase with the, the higher number of strapping ins you need to do. Yeah, and, and then once the once one starts to become more independent, yeah, and you sort can, of forget how less, you know, you kind of yes. assume they all know what they're doing when That's they get right. in the car. Come That's on, just right. everyone strap in. <laughs> so I've got down to two that strap themselves in now and one that I have to do. And I don't seem to have forgotten any time recently, but yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I'd be strapping in two, and then I had the third one, so I would like still do two, except there was three children. <laughs> still doing two. I got it covered. <laughs> and then, yeah, you hear this little voice, Mum, not strapped in. <laughs> like, yes, there's three now. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's been, you know, I'd probably say there's been lots of those little moments along yep. along the way. Um, but only one child left at playground moment. Yeah, that was the only time when we, you know, <laughs> so, so, you know, we jokingly have a have a you know policy now where we say no man is left behind. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those takeoffs and those kind of movies where it's you know, it's, 
the soldiers go into battle, but they make sure that no one gets left behind. And that's because we've actually left someone behind. So we, that's we've, the, the family motto. <laughs> no one gets left behind. So, yeah, it's um, that, but you know, in the scheme of things, that was kind of quite low risk, really, given yes. the circumstances yes, that yes. we were in, thank goodness. Um, yes, and, and we were just at the, you know, we were just at the local playground yeah. next to school, so yeah, we're literally yeah. two minutes away. That's right, yeah, and, um, the close. Yeah, yeah, so I was, oh, good, oh, good. You don't really like to kind of admit those moments when you think, yes, I just wandered off and left my child at the playground. <laughs> sure, I did that. Um, so is your version of family uh, what you thought it would be? Mm. That's a really interesting question, actually, because I'm not sure that I really think that I had formulated a picture of what family would look like for me, necessarily. Okay. Like, I yeah. came into it knowing what family was like for me growing up, mm-hmm. but I guess I always knew I was never going to replicate my family experience yeah. in the sense that... Um, you know, my mum was a completely stay-at-home mum. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, of the generation where, yeah, you know, yeah. once you got engaged, you pretty much had to, you know... Stop working, stop yeah. Stop working, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, and, you know, when mum did eventually go back to work, she had to go through a lot of retraining. And yes, it was a... whole kind of a, technological a, era had passed her by in mm, terms of the... Mm, quite a big deal to, yeah. to go back at that point. So, so I guess I always knew that my experience as, as a as a mum was going to be different in the sense that I always knew that I would, would work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, and just in terms of, I guess, you know, being raised to have work aspirations and have yep. career aspirations, mm-hmm. which was, you know, something probably that my mum had really instilled in me because it was something yes. that she never felt yeah, that well, she had the opportunity. That's exactly right. Yeah. This is a whole, um, swag of women that, um, yeah, were just, as you're saying, as soon as you got engaged you, or married, you stopped working and there wasn't really a choice about that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, obviously not everyone's going to feel positively about having that forced upon them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so no, that was always a really important – that was really important to my mum mm-hmm. that both uh, – so, I've, you know, I've got, I've got a, a sister and two brothers, but for both me and my sister, that was something that she was very – felt very strongly, strongly about, yep. that we would have those opportunities. So I guess I always kind of knew that it would be different in that sense, yep. that, you know, we would, we would it would be a different kind of experience. And um, – and I guess, you know, for a long time, there was always my sense that we would start a family, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like living in a bit of a parallel universe. Like I was kind of, you know, working and progressing my career and doing various things, but knowing that sort of side by side me yeah. was this idea that I really did want to have a family and I did want to, yep. um, and I was, I was with my, even before Mark and I got married, mm. I knew that we were kind of in this together yep. for, for the long haul. And I never really expected that we would get married. He That was a kind of a surprise when he um, okay. when he proposed. Um, so, yeah, so we kind of then sort of started to do, I guess, some things that were a bit more traditional that I didn't necessarily think that we would, but was not against. Yeah, we? yeah. Um, Just so not we, the path you thought you'd necessarily take. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. 
So um, and then I guess when I and then when I you know the, when we when we sort of did kind of get around to the the starting the family stuff, I was you know was getting quite a bit older. So yeah, um, okay. so, I, so I started my family late in the scheme of things. I mm-hmm. was forty when I had my first. Mm, yep. Forty three when I had my my second. So mm-hmm. I guess I always knew I wasn't going to have a a big family yep. in, in terms of coming coming from a bigger family. So I don't know that I had any you know, preconceived ideas about what family's like. I guess sometimes I think about, you know, wanting to create opportunities for for my kids that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. But I'm always really conscious of balancing that with, I really want to raise two human beings that really appreciate the opportunities that they do have. Yes. Um, So I want them to to grow into, into, into people who can yeah can take advantage of the opportunities that they've got mm-hmm. but but not take not, it for granted yeah not expected i yep. guess and i find and i think that's a real that's a tricky balance for any parent i, I think, think it is yeah um because you there's sometimes and you know when i look back on things we weren't like you know we, we weren't badly off mm. as 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 kids and and but we certainly didn't have the disposable resources yes that are available now yeah and there is, and I think when you are kind of balancing things and perhaps you are feeling a little bit guilty about not being a full-time stay-at-home mum, which I sometimes do have those moments of, you know, pangs yep. of guilt and am I am I doing either role well you know, enough? Well enough, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there is sometimes that, there is that tendency to think, you know, well, we'll make up for it on school holidays when I've got some time off and we'll go away and we'll have a holiday and, you know, we, yeah. those sorts of things. Whereas, you know, you know, I would have, you know, well, when we were kids going away on a family holiday was, you know, a really big deal because it was something that we did so irregularly. Yeah. Whereas, you know, so when I start to hear my kids saying, so what are we doing next holiday? Yeah. <laughs> then I find myself thinking, yeah, it's time yeah. to wind back a, a bit and go, well, actually we might just – Schlep around home next holiday because yep. that, that's a good thing to do to do too. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, so you know, it's kind of getting. I think it's just about for me, it's getting that that balance right and not overcompensating. Yes, for for some of those things where you feel like should we should I be kind of doing all of this stuff? Yeah, and make sure the kids have all these opportunities, and just. Um, rather than just let them be mm. and just let them be kids. And, and it's interesting too, as my oldest is getting older and able to start saying things like, I just want to chill out in my room. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just reading a book, like leave me to, to it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I've really got to, I've really got to listen to that. I yes. really respect where he's at. Yeah. Um, Cause there was a thing in this month's uh, My Child about comparing, you know, generations gone past of how much free time kids have yes. got. Yeah, and kids have less free time now yeah. than than say we used to. So, um, and yeah, because it used to be more when we were younger. The default was just free time. Yeah, like it was yeah. just um, rather than scheduled activities. Yeah, and, and, yeah, you know that that kind of stuff. So yeah, so it's that that I think is the um, I've kind of gone off track. I think from what your original question was, which was what the question was about. What was my idea of? Yeah, has my idea of being a parent kind of matched up to what I thought it was going to yeah, be like. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the truth is I actually didn't really know what it was going to no, be like. No, Um I do remember, I really distinctly remember thinking as we left hospital with my first, thinking these people are letting me walk out of this building with an alive little, this 
This is a human being. Yeah. This 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 is this is not for Christmas. <laughs> like I'm you're entrusting me with a life. Like I remember thinking I feel like there should have been more security checking or yes. something. Like, am I, am I up to the task? No one's even even taken me through a questionnaire. Yeah. Like, do I know what I'm doing when I get home? And and somehow you just know. Like, it's just, you know, you, you, the the instincts kick in and, and then you, you reach out to other people and yep. you get to that first mothers and babies group yeah. and you think, oh, my God, these people all look as crap frazzled as I do. Yeah, Thank God. yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and great friendships form and mm-hmm. great resource and, and then suddenly your community grows and, yep. and it's this really organic kind of process that just sort of... And, you know, sometimes I, th- I I look at where we are now and I think, how did we even get here? Yeah. That seems like yesterday. I, yeah, <laughs> that's right. You do you do that sometimes, don't you? You just kind of, you just look around and sometimes you go, how did I get to being married with two or three children? Yeah. How, how did that happen? <laughs> it's actually three. You've got three. Yeah, I've got three. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. It's not interchangeable. Two or three. <laughs> yes, that's right. I know, but you sometimes you sort of take stock and think, I'm not even, yeah, how did this even happen yeah. in the blink of an eye? So, but I do remember distinctly thinking, are we qualified to do this? Like, well, they're just letting us go. What, what are we, you know, we going to do when we get home? Like, um, this could go either way. <laughs> so, and, you know, and, and then somehow you just kind of, Nut it out. Yeah, you, know, you do. Yeah. You, just work, you just figure it out. You figure it out. You find your own way of doing things in your own kind of rhythm. And, yeah. Um, and, I'm, you know, and I went to the books. I went, you know, the baby Bibles. The yeah. Bibles. What do I do in this circumstance? I remember being on the, you know, the phone helpline a few times. Yeah. And then I was really remember, like, my experience with my second was just almost laissez-faire compared. Yeah. Oh, I've got this down. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's Know what I'm doing here? If I can keep one alive, I can keep two alive. It's it's okay. It's all good. So you just have, uh, you know, and you, uh, sometimes I, I I look and I think the second is a lot more relaxed and go with the flow yeah. and and you sometimes wonder is that is that what happens with your first? Do you they they take on a lot of your own yeah kind of anxieties um, yeah. around we don't really know what we're doing but we're just figuring it out as we go Whereas yeah the I, second I, one comes into it oh these people seem calm and relaxed they know yeah, what they're doing yeah. <laughs> I wonder that as well like just with more experience you do get more relaxed about yeah, things yeah. and and I guess I mean for me I find that with the first one. They start doing something which is not great and you're just like, you assume they're going to do it forever so you're freaking out about changing it or stopping it or fixing it or whatever. Um, and so I the, the, I think the biggest thing for me is with subsequent ones, realising that they'll do this, but it's a stage and they'll stop doing it at some stage yeah. anyway and you don't need to freak out quite so much about trying it, to change things. Yeah, and so you can the, let it phase through. You can, just yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You can let the phase pass Um so and I yeah I do think that probably has an impact on them yeah um, whereas the oldest probably feels as though she kind of gets given a lot more direction yeah. <laughs> or has in the past I guess um, well I think it's just the curse of being the the first yeah. because they're going to be always you know breaking the boundaries and breaking into the into our unfamiliar territory as yeah, a parent yeah like you know. Um, and I guess that's where... And so, you, yeah, in some ways, it's like it's not until they start doing stuff that you then have to consider your position on stuff. And when the 
other ones come along. You've kind of already been doing you've already faced been facing this particular issue for several years. So you're pretty well versed on how you're going to do deal with it and what your position is on it. But when the first one, like you just kind of, Oh, you know, they're just rolling around the floor, they're crawling around and, and kind of suddenly they're climbing up on things and grabbing stuff that they shouldn't. Yep. And all they've really done is just like laid there before. <laughs> and suddenly you're like, Oh, okay. I actually have to, there's some like kind of discipline stuff here. Yeah. I haven't done that before. And suddenly like you kind of just suddenly have to come up with a, a plan for that. Yeah. Um, whereas the second you, you already know yeah, how you, you deal with it. you kind of know what you're going to do you with know, it. You know how you're going to deal with it. That's why it's so good to have, I think, friends who have got kids a couple of years yes, older. Yes, yes. That it's, it's like having that kind of crystal ball opportunity to sort of say, you know, I've been kind of hitting around this sort of stuff. Well, how did you handle it? What did yeah. you do? Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, picked some great ideas. Um, one of my one of my friends, because um, I, was, I was saying to her, I was, giving the dilemma of, you know, sometimes I'm trying to give a consequence and I realise I've given a completely unrealistic consequence and I'm never going to follow through on it and I'm going to look like the most, you know, erratic yep. parent. And um, and she said to me, you know, I keep a little list on the fridge yep. of realistic, relevant and appropriate consequences. Oh, that okay. That you can just kind of, yeah, so if I'm reference. Start, yeah, exactly. Yep. And so if I'm starting to kind of, you know, feel like I'm, you know, losing my patience or getting a bit angry and I'm and I'm about to say something really left field, like, no, you can't go to your best friend's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course, you're never going to follow through follow with, through yeah. On, but you might say in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Like, I just go to my little list. I'm yeah. Like, that is a great idea. It's not a bad one, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I've gotten lots of little tips and tricks like that from a couple of friends who've got kids just... Just a, a, bit little, a little bit out of range. Yep. And um, that, that is an awesome resource. <laughs> yes. No, that is good. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who is about to enter the phase of family and work and combining them? Well, I've got a colleague who's actually going to be leaving in September. Yep. To start her, her, her first journey into yes. into into parenting and I guess I would just say open heart open mind mm-hmm. is is the best thing to do um and and try and be in every moment and enjoy everything because it goes yep. so fast yep. um and you know and I mean ultimately there's no right or wrong with any of this stuff. You've got to make decisions that are right for your family and, mm-hmm. and your best fit. So yeah. whatever you decide to do around work, I think, you know, I think parents can be really the work, you know, really hard on each other in terms of judging from a distance and not understanding what what yes. con- what's happening in context. Yeah. Um, you know, some parents, you know, some people are in a position where they they have to go back to work full time. Yeah. Because they have to. They have to. Yeah. For you know, financial reasons, they, they have, have to. to. Um, you know, for for different people, the journey to becoming a parent is, is different. Yeah. If you've you know spent a lot of money becoming a parent, for mm, example, if you've mm. had to go through different types of therapies that are very yeah, expensive, you bring some different aspects to to e- parenting. Exactly, and and maybe you 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 you've you've had to spend quite a bit of money to do that. So, you know, like there's the reality of life and and being able to provide. A home and and, mm-hmm. and and that sense of safety and security and different you know it'll be different for every parent so I think that that's the hardest that that would be my my greatest piece of advice would be just to be true to yourself do what's right for you yeah and um, and just gather lots of um, networks of support along the way mm-hmm. because um, it you know as insular as we all are 
there is still that aspect of village life. Yeah. And you need to connect with people and you, you need do. to kind yeah. of understand that, oh, yeah, even, you know, even those early stages, oh, yep, that is normal. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's phew. right. Yeah. I don't have to run off to the doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. We can. That's, that's, that's the thing. Stop dialing that psychologist number. <laughs> it's okay. All the kids that... <laughs> Yeah. Mother's yeah. group are doing it. Yeah. So, um, although I do jokingly say to one of my colleagues who is not yet quite ready to, to start the, the family, I do say to her, get the next promotion, get the next promotion, because it'll be really hard to get once you've yeah. started. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, right. you know, that, that's, that, you know, those are the, some of the realities and, mm. you know, and, and particularly more so for, for the, st- for the stay at home parent or the, the parent that, that makes, um, you know the con- the concessions around yeah the working and, and and looking for you know looking after children um and you know generally that probably is an impact more for women as we were talking about earlier yes, than, yeah. than for men so um it is a lot harder to then get back in and the, and mm. you do sometimes have to accept that there's a period of time yeah in which you're putting your your career on hold yes um but i think if that's the right thing for you then that's the right thing that, for you yeah Yep. Um, and that's that's the key to it. You've got to be doing what what's right for for you. I mean, I've worked with lots of people who for for whom that wasn't the right decision. Yes, and and they've you know ploughed through and and been able to kind of forge ahead career wise and still managed family life. Yeah. Um, and just done it differently. And, and that's the thing. Every family unit, the blueprint is different. For, yes. For everyone yeah. in terms of who does what in the home, how many kids are there. You know. Yeah. The whole package. I kind of think that like a, a diversity of approaches is beneficial because when you look at something like, and I kind of remember noticing this a lot at kindy. So I was working from home in my own business when my eldest was at kindy. So you had parents that were working full time and you had some that weren't working at all. Um, and some that were in the middle somewhere. Um, and when you get to that organization at kindy and you've got a committee and you've got, people that are trying to get stuff done, you can have the people that have more time Mm. to put the kind of man hours into things. You can have the skills of people who are working maybe in a corporate world who are very valuable to a committee and decision-making and Mm. whatever. I just think a a diversity of approaches Mm. makes a lot of things work well. A lot of the the groups um, or the communities that you engage with Mm. It's good to have lots of different perspectives and lots of different ways of uh, of things that you contribute, whether it's hours That's... or skills or money. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I kind of no- remember noticing, yeah, like I said, from kindy um, and then at school, just it, it just works better to have different types of input. I think that's a really important point, actually, because you're just making me think back to the management committee for f- that I was on when when my oldest went through kindy, and you know exactly that that point. The the, the group dynamics of that committee were made up of a really diverse group of people mm-hmm. that really brought different aspects and elements to to the running of the of the kindy, and only to the ultimate benef- benefit of the kindy. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I kind of I think, and I was saying to someone recently, like I reckon if you had a whole committee of people who were um, stay-at-home parents, I'm not sure that it would always go that well. Mm. 
And similarly, if you had a, an entire committee of people, of parents that were working full-time, they'd probably never meet in the first place. Yeah. To, to where they, they may well be productive when they get there, but they'd probably never find a, a, a night of the week that they can all get there anyway. Yeah. So kind of, you know, just um, different people's situations and different input, I think, makes these things yeah, work, work I better. I think that's really, yeah, really true. Um, and so that's what I think the most important thing you can do is just, you know, whatever your journey around parenthood is going to be and whatever kind of, you know, makeup of, of who does what and who works when and all that sort of jazz, um, it's just got to, it's got to be right for that unit. Yeah. And then... And then you know, it, it's kind of like the the adage: if you've got to get the core right, yeah. Then you step outside so, the core, and then you build the layers up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, understanding that there's a whole range of approaches, and all of them are okay. Yeah. So just choose whichever one is, is right, right for, you. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all. Thank you very much for talking to me. Oh, thank you. 